0: Welcome to the Authentic and Unapologetic Podcast. My name is Chloe Taylor, and I created this podcast to inspire you to live a life empowered and standing tall in your own authenticity. Because when you do this, you give everyone around you the courage and the strength to do the same. So get cozy and join me as I share my journey and guide you to living your best, most authentic life unapologetically. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the Authentic and Unapologetic podcast. Today is going to be another podcast exclusive, which I'm very excited about because I feel like we're actually going to be getting more of these come this month, the month of November. Uh, I'm trying to diversify my content a little more on my YouTube channel. And so uh, here you're going to be getting I think like three, two or three podcast exclusives this month. So cheers to you if you're here listening to the podcast every week, you get more stuff than those that only watch the YouTube channel. So thank you so much. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, and you only know my podcast, uh, my YouTube channel is linked down below. My channel is kind of my head honcho of my entire online presence. That's where I do like most of my work. But um, in today's episode, I was a little bit nervous about it at first, because I definitely feel like it's hitting A very specific theme. (laughs) Um, I actually sat down with my guides and I meditated. I did a Joe Dispenza meditation. It was really good for me this morning. And I sat down with my guides and I said, What message can we bring the collective today? Because I had a plan. Originally, I was going to talk a little bit about empathy and all that jazz. And it's funny because I actually think empathy does fall into this category and this topic today, but I wasn't feeling it at first. And I was like, you know what, we're going to pull a few cards and, you know, talk to my guides, see what they have to say about what the collective message is today. And the cards that I pulled were very, I feel like in tune with where at least a portion of the globe is today. So the day that this episode goes live, uh, it is election day. And I am going to tell you, please go vote no matter who the heck you're voting for. Please get out there and vote. This is not the episode where I'm going to sit here and give you all of my political views or anything like that. But I am going to throw down in here, you know, it is election day. Please, please, please get out there and vote. Um, It does matter. Your vote does count. Please get out there and vote. But I feel like many of us have, especially my light workers, my highly sensitives, um, and if, even if you're not American and you're not really aware of what's happening in the U.S. right now, this episode is still going to be helpful, I feel like, for everyone. But as this has kind of been happening in the collective unconscious and we've seen this really big split, right? We have left wing and right wing and red and blue and this political party and this political party. And we're not attuning not all of us I mean some of you this is really just going to bring you right back home (laughs) Uh, some of you maybe are already doing this but I really got the message that many of us are feeling this great divide and it's forcing us to divide ourselves it's forcing us to really Look at this great split, this divide, and kind of pit us against each other, even in an unconscious way. Because when something happens in the collective unconscious, it happens everywhere. We believe, we believe, excuse me, we live on a plane of mirrors. So whatever is reflecting out is also reflecting internally. And we're going through this great cosmic shift. And you could even say that this is very, um, in tune with the 3d 5d split. This is very into, you know, we're seeing this kind of divide everywhere. And it's really hard. I'm not going to lie as an authenticity warrior, a light worker, a highly sensitive person, a psychic, even I could throw down and say that that makes me even a little bit more sensitive to these things. It's, it's really hard when you want to do good by humanity, you want to do good by yourself and good by humanity. And you're being forced to almost make a decision on something that none of it is all good. It's none of it is for love and light. None of it is for, you know, there, I do feel like there is potentially some routes that lead to less suffrage, which maybe obviously for me is going to be the obvious choice. But I feel like for me right now, I'm just feeling this split and this tension there's so much tension. And we also have a Mars retrograde going on, which also causes a lot of uproar, especially in aggression. And so basically, I feel that many of us are having arguments with friends, having arguments with family, many people are arguing over politics, but even if it doesn't pertain to politics for you, and you're just feeling this great divide on an energetic level, period, because I do believe it's happening everywhere. I just wanted to really give you some insight or some things to really consider before just screaming at everyone. (laughs) Because sometimes we do just want to do that. I mean, I'll even I'll even tell on myself. But I do feel like even in my own relationships, there was a day last week that everything in me wanted to call this person up and just rip them a new asshole. And you know me, I'm such like a love and light, give love to everyone, give empathy to everyone. I am so that person and it took everything in me to not pick up that phone and just go off sis because i'm also an aries mercury so when i got something to say i got something to say and it takes a lot to get me fired up to that level i was at like you know when you know when you're just so angry <laughs> that if you were to yell your voice would literally crack because it can't handle how much you're screaming. That was like my level of aggression and anger. And I had to sit back and really look at myself and really really hone it in and I'm not saying that anger isn't something that we should all express because it's a part of the human experience we wouldn't have it if we weren't meant to feel it Um, you know but I let myself have that anger I did not act on that anger I did not inflict that anger on other people because I felt like it was unbridled anger if I had let it out I think I don't think there necessarily would have been dire consequences but it just wouldn't have been the best version of me being projected out And so, (laughs) like I said, even telling on myself, I feel like there has just been a lot of anger, pockets of anger that are just dispersing upward and out into the collective. And we're seeing it everywhere. And I do feel like I had to throw the election in here because I think that's where the media is pushing a lot of the anger and aggression. And they're showing that to everyone. I personally don't watch the news. I also deactivated my Twitter. Like... I really try to stay as disconnected as possible, obviously catching up when I feel like I need to, but I really try to just kind of stay away from it because it's, it can be very toxic and very damaging to our own individual vibrations. And if you know anything of whatever I teach online, one of my biggest things is that the frequency of love is the highest vibration that we can attune ourselves to. And the empathy is for everyone. And when I see stuff like that, where the media definitely cranks it up to 11 to get more views, you know, it's not the truth, in my opinion. When you see things like that, I feel like it can bring up this boiling point of anger where we can't even see love because we're so mad. So I try just to not even look at it for the most part. I try to stay informed, but to keep the rage. And to me, the blatant lies from the media out of my vicinity. Um, but I guess we'll start here. I apologize if this episode feels kind of shaky. I, it's sometimes, some days it's harder to show up authentically than others. And I guess that's something else I want to say to all of you that are working on yourselves to be the best version of you, to be your most authentic self around anyone who comes into your realm. You know, know that every day isn't going to be exactly the same. Some days you're going to feel on top of your game, like you have just hiked the tippy top of the highest mountain and you are like an authentic ass bitch and nobody can mess with you. And then other days it's going to feel a little shaky, baby, as Ralph Smart would say. So the first point that I have for you is during this time where things really seem out of control, if that's something you've been experiencing or feeling, please try to remain flexible and just being open, but doing so without compromising your own values. You have the power to do that. I feel like, what we are constantly taught or conditioned to believe is that we have to strong arm everybody to believe what we believe. And that is even true in the spiritual community. You know, we are Bible-thumping parents. We have to show them that there's a different way. And in reality, it's up to them to show themselves that way. You can just keep being you and leading by example, but it doesn't mean that they're ever going to pick up that form of spirituality or listen to you. It's not your job to force that change. And I know it can be difficult, trust me, (laughs) I know it can be difficult. But you can have a belief system for yourself have value, have values, and listen to what other people have to say, but not compromise your own values. You know, you don't even have to respond. If somebody wants to argue with you over a point or over politics or whatever it might be, you don't have to respond. You don't have to say anything. I mean, what do we, what is it? It's it's the best response to a fool is silence and not that these people are fools, you know, based on their life experience and what they've been through. Their choice is the obvious and correct choice in their eyes and it's hard for them to see it another way. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not also allowed to speak your point of view if they are open to hearing it. It just means that it's not your job to fight back. Meeting aggression with aggression is never going to get us anywhere as a collective, as individuals, as a person to person with our own relationships. Meeting aggression with aggression is never going to solve the problem because you cannot solve the problem from where the problem was created. And so I do feel like the first tip is just to be a little more flexible. Allow yourself to listen to what other people have to say and um, actually, Dr. Nicole Lapera. If I'm sure many of you are familiar with her, she is the holistic psychologist uh, on Instagram. If you're not following her, I highly recommend. Um, she sends out free text messages as well that I get. And her text message from Sunday this week that this is being recorded, uh, the message was: Are you interested in hearing someone's thought process, or are or do you want to be right? Are they interested in hearing your thought process or do they want you to be wrong? Sit with it. So you can listen to how other people think and believe, and it doesn't mean that you're going to change how you believe or that you're going to change them. Being a listener and being flexible to being a listener, even if they're saying things that you just can't even begin to fathom how that could be true for someone, I promise you're going to open more doors that way for conversation if you just listen and see where things are coming from and ask the curious questions. You know, I'm not teaching you necessarily how to change people's opinions. I'm just teaching you how to, I guess, get better reactions to get people and you can't control them regardless and ignore would I want you to try to, but you can Like I said, have your own values, not compromise them, and have decent conversations with people that just normally would blow up in your face. So I guess that's really tip number one is just being open and being flexible to being a listener. The second thing I have for you is that many of you, I really feel, at least when I channeled in this message is that many of you also don't feel super confident in your own beliefs, like you're still figuring it out. And the message was that if anybody starts a conversation with you about what you think or believe, make sure you're clear on it. Make sure that's you know where this comes from and why you believe this way. And even if it takes you a while to figure it out, that's okay. There's no rush on this. But I find, especially with the way that the mainstream media has kind of gotten in there and really shifted a lot of people's perspectives – is because people don't think to stop and do their own research and ask themselves why they think a certain way. And I'll give you an example from my own life, because that is often how I teach is from life experience. And I think I do that because I, I harbor an insecurity. Here's me being authentic. Um, I harbor an insecurity that people won't take me seriously. If I don't tell them why I think something or why I believe it to be a certain way, if I don't have the experience or a degree or something that says I can talk about this thing. So I do tend to give a lot of life experience because I feel like I always want you to fully understand where I'm coming from. But in my own life, I've talked about this numerous times. I grew up Mormon and I never questioned it. I assumed that I was going to marry somebody who was Mormon. I was going to have like four kids and we were going to ride off into the sunset and that was going to be that I was going to be Mormon forever. And now many of you know, I'm not Mormon. I haven't been Mormon for over 10 years. I think I have really started to step away probably around age 18 really seriously in my early twenties, but I started questioning closer to age 18. Um, and with that, I didn't used to question it. And so when people would say things, when they would find out I was Mormon, I would get so heartbroken because they would say things and I didn't know how to defend myself because I wasn't strong in my own belief system. I just kind of always believed what I was told and I'd had a few spiritual experiences. So I felt like it was true and I didn't need to explain it. But then I would be met with such contention. People have a lot to say about religious people. Let me tell you. (laughs) Um... And, you know, I I didn't have true confidence in my beliefs. And so I feel like my challenge to you is with your beliefs right now, whether they be spiritual, political, you know, whatever it is, really get clear on where those values are coming from. Is it something you really, truly believe? Or is it something you've been taught and conditioned that you have to believe or, You believe it a certain way because you've had a traumatic experience that has led you to have this belief. And that could be on anything in life. Maybe you even believe things about yourself that aren't true because of conditioning or trauma or, you know, whatever has led you to have this belief. So really challenge yourself on your own values because when you can come to a place of recognizing, hey, this is my core value. Here's why I stand for it. Whenever somebody comes to you and tries to challenge that, it won't even affect you because you're so, I don't want to say set. I feel like we always need to have, at least in my opinion, this is an opinion, um, in my opinion, it is A good idea to have values that you live your life by, but to not grip them so tightly, to allow them to be changed and molded should a new perspective that you agree more with enter your thought field. I think it's okay to change your values if something makes more sense to you. You know, you can't expect that at age 16, you're going to carry the same values at age 35. It just doesn't work like that. Usually we learn new things, we experience new things. And so gripping to those values, I mean, to me, that's just me. Like I said, it's an opinion. I don't believe that that is something that is conducive to the human experience, nor does it help us grow as people. So, you know, get confident on your values, but don't hold them so tight. Don't feel like this is the only way nobody else can see something a different way, because it really cuts you off from being able to learn anything new. And The next thing I want to talk about is kind of like with what I said earlier, you really can't meet aggression with aggression. If you have people meeting you aggressively about their views, you're meeting them aggressively about your views. Let me give you another life example here um, with aggression versus aggression. So, it is my strongest belief that empathy is for everyone. And this is something that Someday I'm going to do a podcast or something about it, because it's something that I believe so wholeheartedly in. I think it's part of my sole mission to like teach this to the collective, because it's something that's missing. But when we talk about empathy, empathy is for everyone. We don't just give empathy to the people that we see suffering, and then not to the person that's inflicting the suffering. You know, one of my biggest examples for this. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to disagree with me on this, and that is totally your prerogative. Um, I am by no means a Trump supporter. I don't want you to get that impression. I don't support Trump. Sorry about it. If you do, that's fine. That's your prerogative. I'm not here to challenge that. The only reason I'm bringing it up to you is many, many, many people say they hate Trump. He's the worst. There's people that said he should die. He should, you know, yada, 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 yada. Though I am not a Trump supporter. um, I will say I believe that Trump deserves empathy. And I know that that's like, you're like, what the hell? No, he doesn't. Like, I'm sure some people are like, no, he doesn't. But I really do believe empathy is for everyone. I believe that even somebody like Trump that a lot of people don't like, you know, I, I guarantee you, you know, people, people are not born to be a certain way. They're made to be a certain way. And that's what we let get away from us. We don't realize that through conditioning, through life experience, through what has happened to people and their experiences, they come out to be this person, And yes, it is their responsibility when they become conscious of it to make those changes to themselves. But if they've never been given the right tools to do so, what are you supposed to do with that? So my point to that is everybody deserves empathy. Everybody. It doesn't matter who it is. And I picked Trump in particular just because I know there's a lot of hatred towards him. And another example I can give you, and I talked about this in a recent YouTube video, is... My husband and I were grocery shopping. This is such a little example, but my husband and I were grocery shopping and this man barreled down this aisle right as we were crossing the back of the aisle and almost hit us with his cart he was going so fast and he didn't say sorry, no apologies, just kept going and almost seemed like he was mad that we were in his way, even though he was the one who wasn't paying attention in my husband's eyes. And my husband started to get kind of mad and almost said something. And I said, Andrew, I whispered It's my husband's, excuse me, it's my husband's name. I said, Andrew, what if that guy's wife is in labor? What if his kid just fell off a cliff? What if, you know, what if he needs to get the hell in and get the hell out of this store? Because there is something crazy going on in his life. You have no idea. And then I said, um... Have you ever just been in a rush, Andrew? Have you ever been in a rush and needed to go right now because your life or the future of your life or a job or something depended on it, you know, and it made him stop, <laughs> It made him think. And he was like, you're right. Empathy is for everyone. And I said, it doesn't mean that we can't have empathy for ourselves. That sucked. That guy was really rude. I hate that he kind of infiltrated this happy happy, fun grocery time we had going on. But empathy is for everyone. It's for me and you who almost got ran into. And it. it's for that guy when we don't know what's going on in his life. Maybe it's something crazy. Maybe it's not. You know, maybe he's just having a really bad day. And though it is not always my responsibility to hold that space for everyone, you better believe I tried my damn hardest. And that is something that I feel like many people still need to hear this, still need to learn this. And I am not a saint. I am not perfect. There are times like I even said I've recorded this episode so many times that I'm not sure if that part even made it into this podcast, but I I had talked about how I was so angry at someone and I wanted to call them up and just rip them a new one last week. And I didn't do it. I decided not to, decided against it, decided it was a bad idea. And I realized that if I had done that, how was that me showing empathy for the other person? Even though I didn't agree with what they were doing, they were hurting people in my life that I really love, you know, what good would that have done to meet that aggression with aggression? And so I didn't do it and I meditated and I slowed down and I asked myself what I really needed. And I feel like that's something that many of us in the moment don't think about. And, you know, this goes down to the frustrated parent, this goes to the frustrated family member, the frustrated friend, the person in blows over left wing, right wing, red, blue, whatever, you know, think about it in that moment, aggression is not aggression met with aggression is never going to solve the problem, ever, it's never going to solve the problem. Because all that does, aggression just continuously shows us that we're not seeing or hearing each other. We're not feeling seen, we're not feeling heard, and we're not feeling understood. And more often than not, we're also responding just, or we're listening to respond. We're not listening to listen. And I feel like with that mentality, the more we can slip back into ourselves, be in the present moment, and remember to attune to the frequency of love, the faster we will achieve world peace. And I will say that until I am flipped over in the grave, like I... I believe that we have the full capacity to achieve world peace in my lifetime. I really do. And maybe that makes me radical, but I believe that it is possible. And the more that we can make space for others outside of ourselves and actually take the time to see, feel, hear, and understand where everybody's coming from and have conversations and actually, like I said, attune to that frequency of love and put the aggression aside, the faster we're going to achieve it. So and it starts small, it starts in our homes, in our communities with our friends, and then it gets to the bigger global systems. So the last thing I have is that change is inevitable. And I really do believe right now what we are seeing on the planet is a multitude of things. We're seeing the Great Awakening. We're seeing people waking up to their fullest potential. We're seeing people getting wise to a lot of things that are happening. We're seeing people wake up, for lack of a better term here. We're seeing people open themselves up to new possibilities that they never thought were possible. I'm included in that. I feel like my great awakening was about three years ago, and it took Well, it was, it technically would have happened from 2017, 18, 19. So it was about, it technically, I think I'm still not totally done. I'm not totally in the clear, but I do feel like much of it happened from 2017 to 2019. And, you know, I was a big part of that. I feel like I am part of the great awakening in that sense. We all are. If you're here on the planet today, living and breathing, you're part of the great awakening. Congratulations. But um, change is inevitable. And right now, I feel like if you're stressed, if you're worried, if you're not sure of the outcome, if you've got a ballot in front of you and you don't know who you're going to vote for, or what to do, or what's the best thing to do, know that no matter what, change is inevitable. No matter what happens tomorrow, it will not be the forever. And to be honest with you, I believe that love will win because at the end of the day, love will always win. And that goes for LBGTQ+. That goes for allies, that goes for this great division that we're seeing in politics, that goes for country to country, from border to border, from mother to daughter, from friend to friend. It goes to everyone. Love is going to win. And I I really hope that you all that are listening to this today will have confidence in that, that love will win no matter what. And know that the more you attune yourself to that frequency, letting yourself live from a heart-centered space, the faster that's going to happen collectively, because what is within is always going to reflect back out in your reality. So love one another, (laughs) always love one another, find it in your heart to have that empathy and don't be afraid to be flexible. Don't be afraid of change. Don't be afraid to understand your values a little bit deeper and to challenge yourself to understand them a little bit more. Know that meeting aggression with aggression is not going to be a good outcome for anyone involved (laughs) and change is inevitable and have confidence in that change. Have confidence in knowing that if things are not good in your life, period, whether it be global or it be your life personally know that change is inevitable. Know that where you are right now today is not going to be where you're going to be forever. I love you all so, so much. I hope this message really helped you out today. And I will talk to you all again next Tuesday for another podcast. Bye. If you felt seen, heard, and understood by today's episode, please remember that this podcast is designed from a YouTube channel. Most, if not all, of the episodes are actually audio from sit-down videos of mine on my YouTube channel that I have linked down below. Over there, you will find videos that range from tarot, these sit-down chats, and everything else that I believe will light you up from the inside out. This, my social media handles, and so much more are listed in the show notes below. Please never forget that when you stand up in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. I'll talk to you all next week.